Welcome to Dominican Spanish 101, your guide to the unique language, expressions, and culture of the Dominican Republic. Bienvenidos a Dominican Spanish 101. Welcome back to the Dominican Spanish 101 podcast. Today I am joined once again, as always, by Kesia. Hola, Kesia, ¿cómo estás? Hola, Tamara. Yo estoy bien, con mucho calor, pero bien. <laughs> sí, con mucho calor. Sí, creo que hace calor todo el tiempo en el Caribe, ¿no? Oh, sí, pero en esta fecha es peor. <laughs> <laughs> Sí, sí, entiendo, entiendo. Entonces, todo tranquilo por aquí, pero sí, hace calor aquí en Estados Unidos porque estamos en julio, ¿no? Entonces, para mí, también hace muchísimo calor, pero, pero estamos en casa, ¿no? <ríe> Tranquilas. Sí, quisiera estar en la playa, pero... <ríe> Yo también. Yo también. Okay, entonces, Kesia, uh, today you have some phrases that you might use to describe people. So I know we talked a bit before about things that you would say when you're hanging out with your friends. Uh, but sometimes when we're talking about people, we give them these sort of, uh, I don't know, we use different words to describe how someone's acting, how they're behaving, or just kind of how they are. Right. Mm -hmm. So in Dominican Republic, there's some words that you guys use there that probably aren't used in other parts of Latin America, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So break it down for us. So let's hear some of the words that you might use to describe people in Dominican Republic. Okay. So let's begin with the word agayu. Agayu um, is a word to describe somebody who is selfish, probably, or ambitious or somebody who wants it all. So let's say, um, we use it a lot to describe somebody who eats a lot. So if I invite you to eat pizza and then you grab like, I don't know, how many slices, eight slices of pizza, then I say, oh no, Tamara, ella es una gallua. Se comió toda la pizza. <laughs> so somebody who's greedy, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But most of the time we use it for food here. Um, you can use it for many other things. Um, they use it also to describe people who have like um, two, three girlfriends, illegal. But <laughs> they oh, wow. say, oh, Jose es un agayú, tiene, tiene dos mujeres o tiene dos novias. You know, es un agayú because it's like trying to say hey you want all the girls for yourself yeah. right right he's he's a hoarder that's another word that you would use somebody <laughs> who's hoarding things right there <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly so you will make it um feminine or masculine so you can say agayu for him and agayua for her okay interesting yeah so like it's funny that you have a word just to describe somebody who's like yeah, somebody who's greedy, right? They're like, they're, they're taking on more than their fair share, right? <laughs> yeah. It's probably not as negative as saying, uh, or strong as saying, oh, tú eres egoísta, you know? If you call somebody egoísta, like selfish, that's painful. But if you say, I got you, the person's going to be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not like that, but yeah, whatever, you know? It's not like painful and selfish or egoísta. Okay, so it's not as much of an insult. It's just kind of like, oh, you're being greedy right now. Stop eating all the, <laughs> stop eating all the mangu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. All right, so what's the next word you have for us? 
Okay, the next word is ayantoso. Ayantoso. It comes from the word ayantar or to pretend. So ayantoso is a person who talks a lot that they that they're gonna do this, they're gonna do that, or they do this, they do that, but they actually don't. Um, it's kind of like a fraud, <laughs> a person who's like a fraud. So we use it for politicians. You know, they are, they are ayantosos. You know, politicians they say they're gonna do this and change this and and fix this and fix that, but then at the end of the day, they never do. They just want your vote. Um, or you could also use it to. Um, for example, you're going to meet um, the parents of your boyfriend or your girlfriend. So you have to pretend that you're a nice boy or a nice girl. So you are an ayantoso in that moment. As <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're, you're putting uh, your best foot forward, so to speak, or you're putting a good face on things, but you know that deep down inside, that's not who you really are. That's not what you're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds kind of like, um, I guess here it's like, it makes me think about like going on a first date. Like people, like there's like a saying, like people say like, oh, when, when you go on your first date with someone, you don't meet them, you meet their representative, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like, you don't meet them. You, it's like, there's there's someone else, right? That, that you're seeing, but that's not who they really are. So you're putting like your best foot forward, but almost in like a way that's not genuine. Exactly. <laughs> All right, and so, so is that the same, like, so uh, for male and female, is like, I, is it ayantosa and ayantoso? Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay, all right, so I will try not to be ayantosa. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all are at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially, like, in social media, right? I think that's the best, uh, ayantoso, I think that can oh, describe yeah. Instagram, Facebook, everything, right? That's that's the the... I guess the the forum for being ayantoso. Exacto. Instagram está lleno de ayantosos. Sí, sí. Okay, interesante. Entonces, um, uh, siguiente. Okay, la siguiente palabra es arrimao. Arrimao refers to a person who mm, decides to live in your place at your house or somebody who just have an excuse to stay forever at your place. It can be a friend or a family member. It can even be your brother, but if he didn't ask for permission, he's an animal. Oh, if, if you're not paying rent or paying expenses from the house, then you are an animal. Ah, yes, here we would call that a freeloader. <laughs> somebody who just comes to stay at your house and everybody has that family member that they know when they come to visit, they're going to ask for something, they're going to eat your food, or like you said, they're going to, we also say, overstay your welcome, right? You just, oh, yeah. You're just here, and it's okay, when you're leaving, but it's family, so you can't kick them out, right? But you got, you really need to go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I think it's hilarious that there's a word for that, too, that just says something about... <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you there's a word for something, it means that it happens often enough that you had to describe it with one word, so you don't have to explain the situation. So that's that's pretty funny to me. <laughs> yeah. It happens a lot here. Like families, normally at a house, you have the parents, the kids, and then there's always somebody else—a cousin, an uncle, an aunt. Um, sometimes the grandparents, but they probably have to be there. But you know, like you always have somebody else. Let's say I live in Santiago, which is a main city, and then I have a cousin who lives in the campo, and they come here because 
they come to study, so they ask to stay here for a year or two, and then they end up staying forever. You know, it happens a lot. Like you said, it's your family or it's your close friends. You don't want to kick them out, but you're like, oh, you're staying here. You're not paying for anything. You're not. <laughs> it happens a lot. But I think too, it's also it's it's part of the culture, right? It's like family takes care of family, so it's almost like you're expected to to do that. Like, so if you were to kick out your cousin, you know, wouldn't people look at you like, hey, how are you gonna like toss your cousin out in the street, right? <laughs> exactly. And sometimes people describe themselves like that. So if I live at my sister's place, I would say, ah, yo soy una rima, yo vivo en casa de mi hermano, you know, like. <laughs> I, I don't feel ashamed of saying it. <laughs> it's like you said, it's almost it's cultural, I think. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's almost too like, hey, I'm getting a free ride. Like to me, that would be like I have disposable income because I don't pay rent. <laughs> Drinks are on me. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but here it's definitely negative. Like if someone's calling you a freeloader, it's an insult. Like it's a, I mean, but you know, again, you have family, so you're not gonna be like necessarily like mean about it but it, it's a part of the culture but I think it's viewed more negative here because people are expected to sort of you know take care of yourself do your own thing uh, if you're like over 18 you know or maybe I don't know nowadays with this generation maybe like if you're over 25 or 29 because people are staying with their parents a lot longer now because the way the way things are <laughs> But when I was growing up, I was like, if you're 18 and you're still living at home and you're not in college, uh, excuse me, like you need to get out and do your own thing. So, so yeah, it's <laughs> definitely more negative here if you're still with your parents, especially if you're a guy. Oh, if you're a guy, you're living at home with your mom and you're like an adult, you're like, mm, no, you don't want to be living at home. <laughs> You'll never get a date. You'll never get a date. <laughs> I know. I saw a movie. Um, can't remember the name of the movie, but... Um, it was with Sarah Jessica Parker and it's Matthew something, I can't say. Yeah, his. Matthew McConaughey, yeah. Failure yeah. to launch, failure to launch. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, I don't know what's the big deal. It happens here all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, it's exactly what I mean. Yeah, like it, it's it's so it's so much part of the culture. There's a whole movie, I forgot about that movie. That's funny that you mentioned that. But yeah, I remember Matthew McConaughey um, and yeah, he was, <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker is known for like making projects right like she would like because she had that show like Sex in the City and was like really big and she was always talking about dating and like uh like when a man becomes a project like he's like a fixer up or like a house mm -hmm. like you have to fix up a house it's like a man that's living with his mom like he needs to be fixed like <laughs> yeah. he shouldn't be living with his mom like, that's not okay <laughs> yeah and when I saw it I was like what's wrong with him <laughs> there's nothing wrong with him <laughs> like he looks nice what's the problem <laughs> Yeah, he's told me. That's cute. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Okay, all right. So uh, what's the, the next word you have for us? Okay, the next one is baboso. Baboso is somebody who talks a lot of nonsense. And then again, it's a word for somebody who says they're going to do this and that, and they never do. So like I said, um, voy a comenzar una dieta el lunes. It never happens. <laughs> una babosa. Or if I say, uh, yo voy al gimnasio. Oh, I work out a lot. Yo voy mucho al gimnasio. And people will say, ay, qué babosa. Ella no va al gimnasio. O ella no hace ejercicio. You know. <laughs> or then again, somebody who says a lot of things that make no sense. And, uh, qué baboso. 
So I guess up time for for that is like New Year's when people are making resolutions. Do people make a lot of New Year's resolutions in, in Dominican Republic? Is that a big thing there? No. no. Oh, okay, okay. So I say that would be here. That's a time when a lot of people are baboso. No, it's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna quit smoking. I'm gonna get into my size six dress. I'm gonna get married this year, even though I'm not dating anyone. Like people make these crazy declarations. <laughs> And in the middle of winter, it's such a weird time to have New Year's. Like in the dead of winter, when everything's cold and dying, you know, the trees aren't, but like to me, spring would be the time to do that. Like, but like the middle of winter is dark, it's like cold, and you're making decisions about what you're going to do next year. Like, it's just like the worst time. <laughs> like, so when you make those decisions, you know they're not going to happen. Like you say, oh, I'm going to get fit, but you know you're not going to. Right, you don't have a plan, right? You don't, you're just like, <laughs> I'm gonna do this. It's like, you just know it's not gonna happen. Okay, well, at least you guys don't have that problem because yeah, here it's just like, there's so much pressure like to make these New Year's resolutions, but we almost know that we're baboso because we're not going to ever do it. So. <laughs> we should start using that word. I'm gonna like put that on New Year's. Like, okay, no sea baboso, no sea baboso. <laughs> Um, okay, the next one is the word bacano. So the word bacano can be used to describe a person or a thing. If you use it to describe a person, it means he's super cool, he's very nice, he's like awesome. Um, so you would say, ah, fulanito, um, él es un bacano. And then it's like, oh, él es chévere, super nice, you know. And then if it's a thing, then again, it means it's something very cool, very nice. Um, like I could say, Daddy Yankee songs are bacano. I like them, you know, they're really cool. So okay. it's something good. And you said another word in your example there. I want to point it out because I think this one is also very specific to Dominican Republic because I don't think I've heard it anywhere else. So you said fulanito. Oh, yeah. Fulanito. ¿Qué es un fulanito? Fulano. Anyone. It's the first time that I don't know their name or I don't want to say their names or <laughs> have no name. It's just a random person. <laughs> so it's like ese tipo. Yeah. Yeah. But... Uh, okay, so like I think in English you sometimes say um, so and so told me this or so and so. Yeah. Did this. Okay, so it will be like a substitute for that so and so person. Okay. But, okay. Uh, it's somebody who whose name is unknown. Anyone? <laughs> <laughs> that random person. Fulanito. Or you could say fulano too, right? Like. Yes, you could say fulano, fulanito, fulana, fulanita. Okay. Yeah, you slipped that one in there. I was like, oh, let me catch that because we didn't have it on there. But I know that I've heard that in DR, but I don't think I've heard that anywhere else. I think that's Probably. a yeah. I think that's a DR thing. So. We even have a singer. He he named his himself Fulanito. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that random guy. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, then, then you know he's Dominican, right? From the jump. So yeah. <laughs> Entonces, que si puedes revisar, can you review the words that you uh, shared with us today uh, that you might use to describe someone in the Dominican Republic? Okay, we have the word agayu, who is somebody who's selfish, who wants it all for himself. 
and then you have Ayantoso, it's a person who likes to talk a lot and they don't do much, they pretend there's something that they're not. And then you have Ahrimao, who is the person who stays and decides to live at your place without asking for permission, they just stay longer and longer. And then you have Baboso, uh, somebody who speaks nonsense or say it's going to do something and they don't do it, like those New Year resolutions. And Bacano, <laughs> Bacano, somebody who's cool, who's nice, or a thing that is awesome and super chévere, super nice. Okay, entonces gracias, Cassia. Thank you for sharing those uh, terms with us. And I hope that you uh, have found one that you can use, or at least that you'll know what it means when you hear it, right? Because I think sometimes when we are listening to people who are speaking Spanish, and if we're not aware where they're from, when we hear a word that we don't know, we might just assume that, oh, our Spanish is bad, or, you know, we don't have this vocabulary that we thought we had. But it might just be that the person is from Dominican Republic or from another place that you're not familiar with. So now you have a leg up. If you hear any of these phrases that you'll know exactly what they're talking about and you will be the one person that is in on what's going on instead of sitting there like, huh? Like, what's happening? So, <laughs> so gracias, Cassia, por compartir esas frases con nosotros. Siempre a la orden. Thank you for listening to the Dominican Spanish 101 podcast. To get access to show notes for all episodes from season one, go to DominicanSpanish101.com and sign up for our Dominican Spanish audio course. Learn conversational Dominican Spanish from native Spanish speakers that live on the island. You'll learn from dialogues between native speakers, along with transcripts in both English and Spanish with vocabulary in context for review. You'll also get access to the show notes from every episode of season one of the Dominican Spanish 101 podcast. Go to dominicanspanish101.com slash course and use discount code podcast to claim your 10% discount. And if you haven't already, make sure you click the subscribe button so that you'll be notified every time a new episode of Dominican Spanish 101 is available. Gracias por escuchar el podcast Dominican Spanish 101 en dominicanspanish101.com.